salt and light. Hey everyone, welcome back to Salt and Light. I'm Janice. And I'm Bonnie. And thanks for coming back. Um, hopefully you were able to understand me on the Flicky Flake show. I, <laughs> I heard it back actually and I, I sounded so congested. Um, and so sick and I, my, my sister was like you were coughing all over the episode and I'm like I, I, I know but I, I couldn't hold it and I couldn't mute it because there's no mute you know function so right and it's real life you know it's, it's real life people get yeah. sick but we're still trying to trying. you know do it so I'm still a little congested but hopefully it sounds much better yeah um, so today we want to talk about you know, I guess what to do or, you know, tips on when you are feeling discouraged and, you know, when God has spoken something over your life, he's given us many promises in the word of God. Yes. And, um, but, you know, if he gives us something specific, like if you're waiting for something to happen, that God said, well, this is going to happen. And I know about you, you probably feel the same way, but God can, I remember, um, was it 10 years ago that God spoke something to me <laughs> like, Oh, it's going to happen soon. Right. So you think <laughs> God's like, Oh yeah, it's going to happen soon. I'm already scared of that word soon. Cause every time yeah. <laughs> somebody give me like, Oh, this is going to happen soon. Or it's going to happen shortly. I'm like, Oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> it's going to be 10 years, 20 years, right. you know, cause God's time isn't our time. He's no. outside of time. So I think in the word it says like a thousand years is like a day to the Lord or some something to that effect. Right. Um, so, you know, when God says something to you or somebody has given you a word from God and you know, it's from, it's from God, he's confirmed it to you. Um, it could get discouraging year after year or month after month or whatever the case is that you don't see that thing come to pass. Right. Um, and I'm, I have many examples. I'm sure Bonnie has many examples of that. And um, it gets frustrating. I you know, know, it gets frustrating because it's like you're waiting on God and you're like, okay, but when is this going to happen? How long is this going to happen? And I personally, I get caught up on time. <laughs> you know, yeah. Money, right? yeah. <laughs> I get caught up on time. I remember every second minute, hour, day, and month and year, you know, I'm like, all right, God, it's been six months, 24 hours and two minutes, you know, yeah. like when is it going to happen? Yeah. Um, but God is constantly like, stop worrying about the time. It's in my hands. It'll be done. Like I will complete it in my time and in my hour, I will do it, mm-hmm. you know, and God constantly has to, you know, give me a little whipping on that. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And I think during that time, you kind of, it's easy to kind of grow weary, but then at the same time, like, you know, it's supposed to be to get closer to God during that time, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, because you don't have whatever distraction maybe that you had before mm-hmm. uh, or whatever promise you're waiting on during that time, it is supposed to be used to like, you know, gain more confidence in the Lord, to get closer to him, to pray more, to talk to him more, you know, cause that's, he, he wants that. And again, it's not for him. Yeah. It's for us. It's so that we could gain strength mm-hmm. in that time with him you know yeah so, but it, it does get hard and this is why it's important you know to 
Well, I'll go over that later on, but there's mm -hmm. a few things that I think it's important for us to do on a daily basis. Yeah. And like you, and like you said, um, you know, when you're waiting, a lot of people think, okay, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to sit on my couch and just count down the hours. A lot of times, and I'm experiencing this in my own life right now, I'm waiting on something to come to pass that God has spoken over my life. And I've personally, I've been very discouraged. And, you know, there's days where I throw tantrums with God, yeah. you know, let's be yeah. honest. So every day is not going to be roses and sunshine and you're going to be skipping, singing a corito, you know, <laughs> El corito is like a song, like a Christian song for those who don't. Um, and um, what was it that you were saying? Oh, so during the waiting time, like oftentimes, like you said, well, all the time, God is trying to show us something. Yeah. He's trying to build character in us and endurance, right? Mm -hmm. Because especially in the world, the world, look at me. I'm like, oh my God, the, the world, the world that we're living in now, um, you know, is increasingly getting crazier mm -hmm. and God needs to build that endurance and endurance is just like, you're going to keep pressing on, like, I've, t I've told God many times, like even through my tears, I'm like, sometimes I could be straight up sobbing and I'll, I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm crying and I'm singing a song at the same time. Yeah. Well, there you go. Because it's like, you have to fight, mm. you know, you have to fight for your blessings because the enemy, especially I watched a, a YouTube from some girl that I like, um, beam your lights. Um, I like her YouTube no. channel and she was saying when, when, you know, God has put something in you and you're ready to give birth to it. Obviously not physically. You're not going to like pop out a something. I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but when you are so close to like seeing, seeing it with your eyes, seeing the promises, you know, of God with your own eyes, seeing it manifest into your life, the enemy is going to come so hard at you and he's going to throw everything at you. So you true. know, your family's going to come against you. They, like you said, I think last time, or maybe you said on our, on our live when we have our Instagram live, you know, that it's like the family, you know, that yeah. the enemy uses against us first. Mm -hmm. It could be our own brother. It could be our own sister. It could be a church member. It could be, you know, that he's going to use first. But it's like he's throwing everything at you because he doesn't, he can't. And she said in this um, video, she was like, the enemy can try to you know um make you weary and bring oh, you yeah. down and discouragement yeah. but he can't touch the promise that god has given you in your heart mm. he can't touch what god has placed in you you mm. know that that gift that that ministry that child that even you know maybe you're waiting for that marriage reconciliation he can't touch that mm. you know and so he will do everything else to try and you know get you in despair and crying and a mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's so funny. I just thought about this example. I didn't even think to think to, you know, talk about it. Like it, it didn't come to me as an example, but anyway, mm -hmm. that you said that, like that the enemy, like he can't touch the promise that God has for you, but he could try to, you know, get you weary. And that's what he wants to do. Right. To kind of slow down our progress. And I was watching a movie yesterday. Well, I watched it the night before my sister-in-law came by Wednesday night. And then I watched it again with my husband, but it's on Netflix. It's a new movie and it's called, um, till death. Mm, right? Is it good? 
It's very good. Well, you always tell me, you're like, oh, wow, God. tell me to watch this movie. But no, it's, you have to watch it. It's, anyway. Mm-hmm. So basically, the whole concept of the movie is that, um, uh, I don't want to give too much away. So she, she's having an affair, right? Mm-hmm. About her husband. But soon, not that an affair is good, but <laughs> you kind of see like her husband's crazy. Anyway. So anyway, but the the whole thing is that he um, ends up taking her somewhere and um, I don't want to say too much, but she basically she ends up in a really like he puts her in such a horrible situation, like horrible. Okay, she's isolated. She's chained to something like Mm. horrible. Okay, Mm. Um, but let me tell you, that girl fought to the Mm. end. And she survived and she was the only one she fought to the end and everything, like what you said, everything was coming at her, everything, everything. And it's like, and and she was literally dragging around something and literally like, it was so crazy. Mm-hmm. And anyway, it's kind of like that, right? Like she fought and she, yeah. made, but it's like that, like she, she had to, she had to deal with something like the enemy would, you know, in other words, right. Let's just mm-hmm. uh, talk about in a spiritual aspect. Like the enemy wants to throw us something. The enemy wants to make us down and weary and heavy and drag around stuff. And he wants to, you know, to, why to slow down our progress. He mm-hmm. doesn't, he knows we're going to survive. He knows mm-hmm. that we're going to endure. He knows that we're going to live out whatever God has for us. Why? Because God says that whatever he started in us, he will finish. And, but the enemy wants us to obviously number one give up mm-hmm. he wants to slow us down he wants to get us to the point where we're just like forget it uh, i don't want to live this out anymore i don't want to do this anymore i'm tired and like what janice said and i mentioned it in our live because i said that my dad had preached last week and he mentioned it that the first thing would be your family and he said why because you have a history with your family Mm-hmm. And he knows that, you know, you have that history. They know you, they know your past. They know how you used to act when you were, you know, 10 years old or 16 years old or whatever. So of course the enemy would probably work more through them so that they could throw things in your face and be like, oh, you think that you're holy now? I knew you when you were 16 and mm-hmm. you, used to, you used to do that, you know, whatever. So the enemy always wants to get us down, but I do recommend watching that movie. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, it's really good. You're gonna be like, oh my God, like it's... <laughs> The husband, yeah. wow, he is crazy. And he thought about, I'll just say this, and you'll see why he thought literally about every detail, like mm. everything. That's every cycle. That's like, like, that's like the cycle that we deal with in our lives, the enemy, the devil, right? He's like. Yeah. yeah. He like, and yeah, it's just like that. Like he thought about everything to get at her, like everything mm. to bring her down. Like he, in his mind, he was like, you're not leaving here alive. Like. Mm you know yeah. and so he thought of literally every detail that you wouldn't think that he would but you'd be like oh my god mm-hmm. crazy crazy yeah. he sounds good gotta watch it. you should you should watch it I saw, watch it. It. I saw like the quick like the picture of it and i was like oh that looks good or whatever and then when my sister-in-law came over we watched it and the whole time we're like oh my god oh my god and then <laughs> ali watched it yesterday mm. and he usually falls asleep every time we try to watch a movie at night but he mm-hmm. actually whole time mm. and i was saying like what he would do you know if oh my gosh he's one of those <laughs> be like, well, if he was smart he would have done this instead yeah. right <laughs> but i mean that's that's a good 
example. I think, Ayana, because when you were saying that, I thought about them. It just popped up in my mind. And she had to literally, you'll see, she had to drag around something. So meaning it was wearing her down. It was supposed to make her slow down. Mm-hmm. And it was it's kind of like, okay, how you gonna how are you going to survive now? You you gotta drag this thing around with you. How, how yeah. you gonna how you gonna do this? How you gonna and then it was other stuff that was coming at her too, I won't say, but mm-hmm. so now you're in your head, you're like, Oh my god, how is she gonna how is she gonna get away from this? Like and then she's dragging this thing around with her. How, how is this gonna happen? But when God puts like what she has, she had determination. Mm-hmm. And though she Endurance. was tired, she was mm-hmm. isolated, she was because at that time it was winter, so she was freezing. It was a whole. I feel thing. like you're telling us the whole movie here, Bonnie. Like I'm getting a whole picture no, in my head. No, there's a lot of details um that I'm not throwing in there, but okay. you have to watch it. So anyway, but it's like that. It's like the enemy strategically plans. He tries to plan everything. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna throw this at them. I'm gonna throw that. At them. Gonna... All right, let's see. And then there was something else in there too that I won't say. <laughs> but I know, but it's because okay, so he knows something that triggers her, whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, anyways, okay. So I'll just leave it at that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that, right? How the enemy knows mm-hmm. what triggers us. Yeah, he 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 yeah. knows. You remember, you have to, and not to give any time to the enemy, you know. But he knows our ins and outs. You know, he studies us from we were a kid. He knows our triggers. He knows exactly. what's gonna get upset. He knows right. our weaknesses. He knows right. what's going to make us crazy, right? And, mm-hmm. and and in, you know, just personal experience, like from what I'm dealing with now, the enemy is throwing all those insecurities at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he knows that I'm going to start sweating. You right. know, I'm going to be like, oh my God, like this is happening. And then, you know, once you give a little, I guess, foothold in, in thinking the way the enemy wants you to think, then you just start kind of going crazy in your own mind and creating scenarios and all this stuff. And it's true. It's true. What I wanted but to mention. I want to, to face. Sometimes God will put us, God, sometimes God will allow that to happen so that we could face it instead of running from it. Mm-hmm. And we could face it with God. And again, once we know that we go through it, we're like, oh, I thought that if I faced that, that would like literally kill me or I would be done or whatever. Like, but I got through it. Well, it's like it's like taking the power away from that thing that you fear. Right. And that also happened in the movie. Again, I'm not <laughs> I'm just saying it's a lot of things that you because it was the same thing, but she faced it. Let's just leave it at that. So but, you know, again, it's like, yeah, what you thought was a fear of yours. Mm-hmm. And then once you face it and then you're like, oh, I got through that. Because God, well, yeah, with God's help, you with know, God's and, help. And I wanted to mention <clears throat> fighting. It's so important to fight for your blessings, right? And when mm-hmm. I was thinking about this topic, you know, um, the story of Jacob that he wrestled, it says he wrestled with the angel of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And uh, people interpret it very differently and different aspects of it. But what came to my heart when I was thinking about this, um, you know, and in, in prayer about it, whatever, it was that Jacob, obviously God prevails, right? But it's just kind of like a depiction of, you know, that Jacob was fighting for his blessing. You have to read it. It's in Genesis chapter 32, verse 22. And it says that Jacob wrestles with God. Hmm. Obviously, it's like, how can somebody wrestle with God? But what you have to read it. But from what I got from it 
was that Jacob had said in verse 26, I'm just going to skip over, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Mm. And the whole thing with that, it struck me because Jacob was like, I am not letting you leave. Yeah. I'm not going to let you leave until you bless me, Lord. And we have to come. And I think we forget that because maybe we think it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But I feel like God wants us to have confidence and come to the throne of grace and be like, God, I am not leaving until you bless me, until you take this depression from me or from this, you know, whatever. I was, um, and not to like talk about it or anything, but I just want to give an example. I was fasting the other day for something mm-hmm. and I came like that. Like I felt to come like that. I was like, God, I'm not leaving out of this place in my little place in my closet, like all the way in the back. <laughs> I am not, I said, God, I am not going to leave here the same. I am not going to leave here burdened and upset. I said, God, I'm coming out of this little closet with joy, with strength, with confidence, with knowing who my God is. Mm. And I'm telling you, when I left out of there, it was like a burden was lifted off of me. I was, you know, before that I was crying. I was upset. I was all in my mind. And that's why fasting, you know, has shown me is how important it is. It's like a spiritual reset. It like strengthens you and you have to come with strength and you have to find, um, not find, but fight for your blessing. Mm. Right. Because the enemy's going to fight you. That's true. He's going to fight you. So why are we letting him? And this is for me too. It's for all of us. Why are we letting him throw these darts of lies in our minds and scenarios? And you're never going to get out of this. And it's going to be like this always. No, we have to fight with the word of God. You know, it says, um, and I know you have some tips too, Bonnie. It ha- it says in Deuteronomy, 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 forget it. <laughs> just, just, yeah, let's just, you guys know what we mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shorten it to do, um, yeah. <laughs> do chapter 31. Verse six, and this is Moses talking to Joshua. And he says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord, your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you, you know, and, um, and Bonnie has some tips, but my, my tip, and I think it's probably the same thing or close to what Bonnie's going to say is that every day I have to make a conscious effort to speak life so speak the word of god over my life Mm. like say it out loud even you crazy i'd be having the window the shades open i'm telling you and i'd be i'd be circling my little coffee table here with my with my slippers you know (laughs) and i just be like god you said that you will never leave me or forsake me lord god you said your love is everlasting for me i believe in your love i trust in you i believe in your faithfulness to me because i am your child and i'm covered with the blood of jesus you know you have to speak the word over your life it's so important and it will strengthen you yeah amen yeah so true and um i actually wrote down the definition of promise and it means a declaration or assurance so God is making a declaration to us and he's assuring us that one will do a particular thing. So I'm going to put that he will do a particular thing mm-hmm. or that a particular thing will happen. And I got these from some promises that God has made to us. I got this from, I believe, wikisummaries.org and also the witness today.com. Um, 
some of the promises would be or are that he will always be with you. Mm-hmm. He will always be in control, that he's he will always be good. Um, he will always have victory. He will always love you, fight for you, give you peace. And he's always watching you and he's always mm-hmm. watching everything. So those are, you know, a, a good amount of the promises that he has made to us. And then I also like this, like, you know, thing popped up and I thought it was just like an interesting um, piece to add, but it's, I think it was according to digital commons.pepperdine.edu, I believe. Um, but anyway, it said that a, ga- a guy named Storms, I'm not sure who this guy was, but this was back in 1998. This was January 1st, 1998. A guy named Storms read the Bible in a year and a half, and he found an estimate of 8,810 promises from God, and 7,487 of those promises were from God to us. So mm-hmm. I thought that that was a very interesting thing to there like that in other words like how many promises god has made to us the promises that maybe we haven't even seen in here because maybe you know so he made so many promises to us and he is a good god and he will always be a good god and i do have one i have deuteronomy again 31 8 chapter 31 verse 8 and it says that it is the lord who goes before you he will march with you he will not fail you or let you go or forsake you let there be no cowardice or flinching, but fear not, neither become broken in spirit, depressed, dismayed, and unnerved with alarm. So he's telling us right there, don't worry, don't become depressed. Don't have fear, but he is with us everywhere that we go and he will never leave us. And I won't read the rest. I would suggest that you guys will read it, but I have, if you guys want to write these down, if you're listening or just replay it back, but I have Isaiah 26, 3. Um, Psalms 32, 8, Isaiah 40, 31, Jeremiah, of course, the famous one, Jeremiah 29, 11, and Isaiah 41, 10, um, that I have there. Like I said, if you guys want to read that for yourselves, I think it's also good to kind of get into that practice of looking up, you know, things in the word yourself, reading the Bible, of course, yourself, you know, because God is going to speak to you differently on your situation, on your life through the word of God. You know, it's the same, but, you know, he, he speaks to you in the way that you would understand. Yeah. So it's very important, like for each of us, you know, yes, it's obviously it's great to get together and listen, everything like that. But it's great that you guys look up these verses, you read it for yourselves. And if you feel led to, you know, maybe like Janice has done, put it on sticky notes or something and put it somewhere where you could see it, maybe in your bathroom. I've been meaning to do that. And I have it in the back of my head and then I just never do it. And even actually this morning I was praying and for some reason I felt led to like get my oil, my cooking mm-hmm. oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and cause my kids were still sleeping at this point. Um, and I uh, like put the oil like on their door mm-hmm. and pray for them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you should. Mm-hmm, and I felt led to do that. So and that's what I, I'm saying, to, you know. Mm-hmm. I actually did that for for myself, but I I was like praying along with like this YouTuber, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. I didn't want to run downstairs to get my oil, so mm-hmm. I did it with like body oil. Yes, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but obviously, I said God, you I know it. the intentions of my heart. Exactly. And, you know, yeah, for cooking oil. I mean, you know. So yeah, I don't want to. But yeah, but olive oil. You know, if if 
you I have the chance through oil. olive oil because mm-hmm. yeah. they said the olive is is it signifies you know right. um but like you said like the promises of god um if god speaks something to you right if mm-hmm. he tells you something his word never comes back void he protects no. his word so yeah. in isaiah 55 10 to 11 I'll read it quickly. It says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So it's saying the same way that you know, rain comes down and waters the earth and things spring up. So is God's word. If God spoke it, Mm. he's going to make sure that it comes to pass because God is not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie. And he will protect his word to make sure that that thing that he spoke will come to pass. But the key is in his time and his hour, which we don't like. And I get it. I don't like it either. But, you know, you have to think about I I say to God, I said, God, you love me, right? Right. You love me so much that you're not going to give me something that is not ready. It's like, you know, you're cooking something, right? You're cooking a cake or something. You're baking a cake and you see that the time has come up. This happens to me many times, like the cupcakes. I put it for like 25 minutes or whatever. I take it out and it's still not done. And I'm like, Mm. but it says 25 minutes, but it's still not done. You have to put it back until it's actually done. No matter what the time is saying, you have to look at, is it ready to it's come true. out? And mm-hmm. God loves us so much that he's not going to give us some unbaked cupcake, you know? That's he's, true. He's going to make sure that is that he worked in you. That's primary. He worked in you, that you are understanding or you get whatever it is that he's trying to teach you in this mm. waiting season. Right. And if it involves somebody else, making sure that that person also learn and then to bring everything together, because Mm. remember, everything works together according to, you know, for those who love him, according to his will and his purpose. Amen. Right. So he's never going to just be like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's add a five more months on there because, you know, because it's fun. Right. (laughs) It's fun to see them suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let's let them squirm. God is not like that. He, mm-hmm. if he can do it in this very second, of course he can. But if it was the right time, he will make it happen. You know, and and it says that God is the God of the eleventh hour, right? So he's never early. Right. Rare, like, rarely early. But he's never late. But he's never late. He comes yeah. just at the right time. And it's like, God, why you got to do all that? Why you got to yeah. wait until I'm here crawling on the floor? Like about it's to. So true. Yeah. Well, now that you bring up that analogy, it's true. Like, let's say you have a toddler and maybe they are waiting. Same thing. Maybe they're waiting for their cupcake to be done, you know, and they're like throwing a tantrum and they're like, ah, you know, I want my cupcake. You know what? Mm-hmm. And you're telling them like, yeah, but it's not ready yet. If I give it to you now, it's going to. Number one, tastes gross. And number two, you, it probably get you sick, give you a stomach ache. Yeah. Like, I need to make sure that this is ready. You want it now, but it's not ready for you. And they don't understand they're throwing tantrums, they're throwing fits, they're mm-hmm. crying. They're doing the cry that they can't even talk, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And but then after when you give it to them and then they're like, oh, all right. And then they realize that it was, now it's done. Now they can eat it. It, it looks all pretty with the sprinkles and everything like that. And then they're like, mm-hmm. okay. And then they're happy. And then you look at them like, you don't do this whole tantrum 
yeah i through yourself and i kept telling you but wait and now you're happy like nothing happened like you mm-hmm. don't you just put me to hell you know <laughs> So yeah, it's, it does. That's a good analogy. It doesn't give us mediocre, like because it, it, even if it was uncooked, it would still taste alright. But it would be like, uh, it could be yeah. better, right? It could well, be better. Yeah. Want to make sure it's like nice and looks nice and tastes. Yeah, because he has the best. He has. He right. always has the best plans for us. And even when we think we know, and I understand, you know, I was telling Bonnie, it feels like it's like God. Like, did you forget my address? Did you forget yeah. to come to this place over here? Um, because yep. it feels like. It feels like, like you visited everybody else, mm-hmm. but me. I'm, but me, you know, because I was I was telling you, I don't know if you remember Bonnie. You know, you have to be careful too with, um, you know, the YouTubers. I I watch like you know some Christian YouTubers, and they'll be like, the month of August is <laughs> the month of reconciliation. The month of September is of divine encounters, and now we're in October. So, but. The month of October is for manifestation, and and they'll be like in five days, in two days, in ten days, it's gonna come to pass. And you know what? I I honestly got caught up because you sometimes you become so desperate, yeah, for something, right. and instead exactly. of seeking the Lord and seeking His mm. Word primarily over everything, you can yeah. you can easily get caught up and be like, oh, in ten days, I, I will yeah. be counting the ten days. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, yeah. See. Oh, let's see if it's gonna happen. Yeah. You yeah. know, but you have to be careful with that because remember, every word is not for you. Right. And you have to seek God and his word over what anyone says, because mm. I'm not saying that these people are false prophets or anything I'm like that. I'm just saying that there are some out there mm-hmm. and you can. And I actually got discouraged because when I felt like, oh, OK, the month of September, I'm going to get a divine encounter. You know, like, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I got an angel standing, standing in my bedroom, you know, <laughs> and it didn't come. I'm like, oh man, like what happened? Right. Like, you don't want me or is it for everybody else? Yeah. Yeah. So you can get discouraged, but you have to remember every word is not for you. You have to take it to the Lord and present it to God and, and be like, God, where is this in your word? Make sure it's biblically sound, making right. sure, you know, that right. what you're listening to, because that also can encourage you and it could come from. Let's say a quote unquote Christian person, and it still could discourage you because you're putting your hope in what that person is saying that God said, and not what God actually says in his word and through prayer and worship, you know. So I just wanted to make mention of that to be careful of that because, you know, I fell into that out of my own desperation for change. And we all go through that, but we learn. You know, we learn, we learn to kind of like just, again, like we're talking about rely on God's promises for you. And I think a good way to add the points that I wrote down, Mm -hmm. um, some points, you know, in there, what you're talking about. So, you know, how do we strive and continue with the Lord when things don't look promising? So I wrote down some things that we could do or that we should do every day that should be able to help us. So number one should be to obviously read your Bible every single day, even, Mm -hmm. you know, after whatever, like. Every single day, read your read the Bible. If it, if morning is better for you, if nighttime is better for you, just make a time mm-hmm. to read the Bible. Also, prayer is very essential, and make mm-hmm. a time for that too. Again, if it's the morning time that's better for you, if it's the nighttime that's better for you. I mean, of course, we should be praying throughout the day, you mm-hmm. know, in our minds, out loud, if we can. Again, I'm not saying to be going through the stores or going, <laughs> ah, you know, and just like praying. <laughs> You know, whatever. I'm not saying to be crazy, but what I'm saying is if, you know, throughout the day, like it says, pray without ceasing, meaning to without stopping, you could pray just 
in your mind and the quietness of your heart. Or like I said, if you can, you could pray out loud. Let's say if you're driving, you know, whatever. And you could just, you know, talk to God throughout the day. Thank him. Thank you for everything. You know, like sometimes I do, like, even if I get gas, thank you, Lord, for this gas. I just got new tires the other day. Thank you, Lord, for the tires. Thank you, Lord. You know, mm-hmm. constantly just praise him. So mm-hmm. number one, you know, read your Bible Two, I would say prayer, very essential. Make a time for that. Also meditate on the things or promises of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, surround yourself too with those who are full of faith and will edify you, will pray for you and encourage you. I think that's very important. You need people in your corner because you're always going to have the, the haters. You're always going to have the people on the other side, maybe putting you down, discouraging you, you know, saying all these kind of crazy negative things. So you always need some people in your corner who are going to remind you going to pray for you with you who are going to lift you up it's very important to have that because we can't do this alone you know we just can't um number five i would say to keep track of the promises that he has given to you and has and the times that he's gotten you through like the trials maybe get a journal or something and just write down you know every prayer that was answered every time he got you through a situation where you didn't think you were going to survive it you know, write it down so that it could be a good memory for you. So that when you're going through something else, you look back and you could read it. You'd be like, oh my God, wow. Like I forgot that I went through that. I forgot that I'm feeling this way. I forgot that I prayed for this and look, it happened, you know, and it's a, it's a good reminder and it gives you hope. And then I added my own like little opinion. I love to watch testimonies, hear testimonies, because to me, I feel like it gives me hope and it reminds me of what God could do. And especially it helps me like when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling distant, when I'm feeling weary, tired, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, like, and I don't know, I just love to hear because it just, it's a reminder and it gives you hope. So mm-hmm. I wrote those down. Hope Can I add one? That. Yeah, go ahead. I know we kind of lost connection for a little bit, but hopefully we Uh-oh. got the, the gist of it. But um, one that I really have grown to appreciate, like I meant, like I mentioned fasting, I think oh, fasting, fasting has been you know i i wasn't like great with fasting like before right. i'm not really great with fasting i i don't think i've really fasted a lot yeah I've, but I've you, you know you you work up to it you know but yeah. i think it is really i really have seen um the difference Mm. you know with fasting during the season like it really did like physically give me strength give me direction i hear mm-hmm. god's voice more clearly um you know in my heart or reading a scripture or you know what god is leading what the holy spirit is leading me to do whether it's to worship more or to you know i think it's really been so essential um mm. to me and i encourage people like you too, Bonnie. Like if you're going through something, I, I feel like it really is like a spiritual reset in like a way. A like pressure. Yeah. It really, it really is. Like when you when you feel like so burdened and whatever, and just crying out to the Lord and spending as much time with him, you know, as possible. Like sometimes I just like in the random in the middle of the day, like if I'm fasting, like I'll just go and pray. Or right. I'll listen to preachings or like I just do more of it, you know, more right. than the usual what I would do on a regular basis on a day. Right. Just like leaving the tv off yeah and instead praying reading the word and i just feel like i've just been like when i fasted i just i just i don't know i feel more clear and i i i feel like god just speaks to me much more clearly like you clear out all the noise of everything else all the distractions right. of the day and you just really 
hear his voice. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, that's a great tip to add. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. all these tips can help you guys and help even us to remind us too. like, this is what we have to do. Because sometimes, again, we get caught up in the day. We get caught up in distractions. We get tired. We get frustrated. We get all these things. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to get into a habit of mm-hmm. doing. You know, we're, we're a creature of habit. So we have to get into habits of doing things. And why not doing things of the God, of, of, God, of the Lord, you know? Yeah. getting closer to him so yeah. i hope that this episode really helped you guys i hope that you know it encourages you to know that we go through things too we're not always like you know encouraged we're not always you know like janice said earlier like full of rainbows and butterflies sometimes we go through our days where it's like mm-hmm. we're just tired we're over it i don't even feel like doing this i don't feel like doing that i don't feel like praying i don't feel like you know we go mm-hmm. through those things so you're not alone don't feel like you're a failure don't feel like oh i have to be this perfect christian like there's no such thing as a perfect christian and anybody who tells you that is a liar mm-hmm. is being used by the enemy because there's no thing as now you should you know progress and or progress mm-hmm. and grow and all these things and mature you shouldn't stay a baby christian you should be you should become a, a mature christian you know obviously at some point but we're always gonna make mistakes you know we're, we're yeah. always but the whole thing is that God wants us to learn from it. So I hope that this, yeah. you know, helped you guys and also helps us too, because again, you know, and pray for us too, you know, like we're human, we go mm-hmm. do things, you know, we're not perfect. So, but we're trying, we're, we're trying to, you know, do what we feel that God has called us to do together and individually. So, yeah. Um, so you I want to a prayer? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll close out in prayer. Uh, if everybody, you know, if you're listening, just close your eyes and bow your head so that we could just pray in communion together. Lord, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this uh, time that you've given us once again, because every time is a blessing, Lord, you know, and it's a privilege, Lord, that we have. And maybe sometimes we forget that, Lord. So we thank you for this privilege. We thank you for this time. We ask, Lord, Father, Lord, that you will help us to breathe again, Lord, Father. You will help us to to have that hunger and that thirst for you again, Lord, that you will help us to, you know, uh, trust in you, Lord. And, and again, like I've prayed before, that anything that is dead inside of us, Lord, Father, revive it. Lord, Father, bring it back to life, Lord. And I pray that this episode has blessed, you know, whoever is listening um, I, I pray that it will bless Janice and I as well. I pray that it's a good reminder for all of us to continue to serve you and worship you and to be reminded of your goodness, of your glory, and that at the end, you already won. You already won. You, you're winning already. We we won because we are with you. Um, so we ask, Lord Father, that even through the fears, through the doubts, through the worries, Lord, that you would remind us, like what you said, Lord, that not to be full of fear, not to be afraid, not to be anxious because you are with us. There's no reason to, because at the end, it, it's already done. You already know the end of the story. And we know the end of the story because you gave us your word. So I ask, Lord, that you will uh, motivate us, you know, give us the energy, give us the strength, the peace, the joy that only comes from you, not of this world. And just remind us again of who we are in Christ, Lord, and why we even came to you, Lord. Help us to remember why. Help us to remember our testimony when maybe we feel lost or maybe we feel pulled in the direction of temptation to go back to things that maybe we used to do, Lord. Bring us back. Remind us, Lord. Cover our thoughts, our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit, Lord Father. And we thank you, Lord. And we ask, Lord Father, that everyone will be blessed today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray this. Amen. Amen. Thank you to everyone who made it this far in this episode. We appreciate you staying with us. We pray that this episode has been a blessing to you, but also 
be a blessing to someone else and share this episode with them. So stay tuned for our next episode. And as always, we are excited to have you take this Jesus journey with us.